Hello friends, my name is Tanish Singh Thakur. You're welcome back to the Telecom Talk Show. We recently hosted Mr. Abhijit Kishore, Chief Operating Officer at Vodafone Idea Limited, uh, the third largest telecom operator in the country, at our podcast show, Telecom Talk Show. So we talked about a lot of things, things such as what the company is doing to implement innovative processes to solve customer issues. Then what are the company's plans uh, for the future with 5G and other things such as mobile apps and more. So before you head into this conversation, you know, I just want to tell you a, a small fact that even I was unaware of. So this is something that actually all, all of us should know. And Abhijit told me that when the company rebranded itself into VI, it's actually not VI, it's V. It's pronounced as V. So this is it. I won't take any more of your time. Please enjoy the conversation ahead. First of all, thank you, uh, Tarun and, and Tane, for inviting me in this session, which I'm assuming is going to be pretty engaging. Uh, as I've figured out from what Shanjali was telling me about two of you uh, and the detailing that you get into. Uh, let me give you a, a little perspective about you know, what Vodafone Idea has been uh, doing in the last two years you know, during, the, during the pandemic. And I think uh, it's important for us as an organization and us as we as a brand put that in perspective because two years have been a pretty much of a roller coaster ride for uh, us, uh, right from the internal to the external uh, environment. Uh, and uh, there are a couple of things that we were doing uh, at the background, you know, in the last two years. And starting with, uh, I'll start with the, the, the most important and, and uh, the mother of all the integration was on the network integration. Uh, you know, it definitely was uh, the largest telecom network integration uh, that the world would have seen. Uh, we had to literally uh, move the radio, core, transport, all of that. And I think, you know, we're very, very happy to share that what we thought originally will take us at least 24 to 30 months. We've been pretty much in position to complete that in 18 to 20 months uh, with a significant amount of saving. Uh, you know, which we have announced of 8,400 odd crores, which we thought that, you know, will, this integration will bring. Uh, and integration, when I say it is not only about the network integration, it is also about two of the organizations, the processes, the IT systems, uh, you know, all of that kind of coming together. And that was uh, a pretty mammoth task for us. Uh, and, and obviously this was all happening during the pandemic. Uh, and if that was not all, you know, around September 2020, we also thought of launching uh, our new brand uh, because when we had merged the organization, we had kept Vodafone and Idea as two separate brands and we launched our new brand, uh, V. Uh, and launching of a brand uh, in itself is, is, uh, is an exercise. You know? And that too, during a pandemic, you know, when everything was digital, uh, was, uh, uh, I'll say, a very, very uh, enriching experience for all of us. Uh, and I think we did a fairly good job out of it by making sure that, you know, our brand uh, is visible across. Our brand stands for a particular reason, which is, you know, together for tomorrow and, and help our customers thrive. Uh, and connected with that, you know, when we launched the brand, and one of the reasons why we wanted to launch the brand with a brand promise, and there's no reason for us not to kind of go then and have a new brand when we merge the organization. Uh, the reason why we did that uh, was to make sure that we have something to offer to our customers. Uh, and 
how do you really differentiate our brand from you know uh, the earlier two of our own parent brand or in the competition and i think one of the very critical element along with the network the customer experience uh, you know the distribution spread that we had was the differentiating factor on the digital uh, initiatives and the digital uh, vision that we had for the organization uh, and we were very clear that we wanted to give to our customers what they want rather than just providing all the bouquet of services on a digital platform and hence we were very very careful about choosing our partners because you know when we also did a digital as a vision uh, we were very clear that we do not want to get into making our own platform rather we will get into a curated offering uh with a deep integration with the partnership because we very very clearly understand this domain and we don't think that we are really an expert in the domain of providing content uh you know whether it is on the ott or any other form of the content and hence we were very careful about making sure that we have a meaningful partnership uh, as far as uh, our digital uh you know properties and digital assets are concerned and and we've traveled a fair bit of distance uh keeping the customers Uh, experience uh, and relevance in mind, uh, and also you know during all of this, I think uh, we were very conscious of the fact uh, that we make sure that we have our employees uh, with us because you know we had gone through a little bit of a not a little bit a, a kind of a, a roller coaster as I said, and hence we also focused greatly again through digital interventions. to make sure that our employees are aware of what we are doing and what is in store for us and store for the customers so i think that's pretty much what we have been doing uh, in the last two years all of this in five minutes looks uh, you know five bullet point but you know as you would understand some of these things really take a lot of time because you know we had a particular architecture and to fit all of this into that uh, you know uh, was a task so so that's where we are in the last Two years, and now we are absolutely raring to go uh, to make sure that whatever we have put for our customers, uh, you know, the customers use it, give us the feedback, and then we kind of improve upon uh, some of those uh, assets and properties that we have created. Tarun, you want to go ahead and ask something? Uh, so, uh, Abhishek, sir, I have my first question to you. Like, uh, uh, like, can you please elaborate on the innovative systems and processing that? Uh, we are adapting right now to make the customer life easy uh, especially in the digital intervention what you were uh, actually talking about like uh yeah yeah i think uh, let me start by saying that you know our mission as i said uh, is to have simple relevant and delightful experience uh, for our customers using meaningful technologies uh, and pandemic obviously has accentuated the digital adoption spread as well as depth uh, and hence as a service provider you know uh, uh, for us it was very very important to stay ahead of the curve as far as the digital transformation journey uh, was concerned uh, we were also mindful of the fact that in all the system and processes that we put in use has four s as an element uh, which is scalable secure uh, sustainable and something that has a speed of rollout and obviously all of this uh, at the uh, at the back of a digital 
asset that we had uh, created. I'll try and answer your question in three parts uh, because there are three very important constituent of our business. One obviously is the customer. Uh, second, as I said, is our employee. And third, what we call is an extended experience or our channel partner. Uh, and I'll talk about all of them in a manner because you know, these are all very important for us. Uh, to start with the customers, we have used the digital interventions using uh, the artificial intelligence, machine learning, uh, natural language processing, uh, RPA. Uh, so all of these technologies have been put to use. Uh, and I'll specifically talk of three uh, things that we think are very, very different uh, industry first. First is the, uh, what we call WIC chatbot. Uh, this is an AIML based cognitive chatbot, uh, which can be accessed by any platform that our customers are using to reach out to us, whether it is uh, WhatsApp, Google, or our own Wii app. Uh, it can answer both uh, very, very simple queries such as balance and postpaid uh, bill and outstanding amount as well as the complex queries such as, you know, updating the accounts, uh, how do you make the plan changes? Uh, and this big chatbot also is supported by a live agent so that if there is an escalation, we are able to resolve the customer's query right there and then. The second one is obviously our own V app, uh, which we have further strengthened uh, on both making the UI UX uh, of our app uh, very, very customer friendly, very intuitive, uh, and making sure that we enhance the self-service capability on uh, all the fronts that our V app caters to our customer. It has also become a go-to place for our customers because now, you know, as you would have seen, we have integrated our uh, the V music, uh, gaming, education, uh, job, uh, as well as V movies and TVs. Uh, and obviously, all of this is through a uh, curated uh, services through our deep integration model. And the third one is, again, powered by artificial intelligence, which is our email bot, because we get a lot of customers who chat up with us on the email. And we've made sure that that uh, AI-powered email bot is integrated with various internal systems to generate uh, accurate responses. Uh, at a much faster speed. Uh, so these are the, for the customers that I would want to talk. And for the employees, I think it's very important that our, because you know most of our customer conversation, one is happening through a digital mode and second is happening through an assisted mode. And we needed to also, while the whole transition is happening from an assisted to a digital, there's still a lot of customers who are there on the assisted mode. For them to kind of get an experience, which is similar to, uh, a digital experience. You know, we have also enabled our employees by uh, doing something, you know, which is more a digitized knowledge management tool, which works uh, very similar to a, a Google search, uh, which is a search engine optimization. And, you know, you, you can get to know of things that our customers are asking so that you are able to give the right information in the first time. Uh, we also empower our employees in the sales and distribution fraternity by having a digital app, which is called Empower, which really helps them to get all details real time, uh, site-wise, so that they are able to take right decisions. Uh, and since we also deal with customer data, which is uh, at, at various level, uh, all of this needs to be extremely secure. And hence, all of these have been integrated 
with a lot of security in mind with roughly around 150 plus uh, IT systems at the back end. Uh, and the third is a partner uh, fraternity. Uh, I'm sure you know that we deal with close to a million partners uh, and distribution partners uh, in the country uh, who in turn extend the uh, service and support and experience to our customers. And hence, it was important to ensure that we engage with them also during the pandemic and going forward digitally because the world is moving, you know, the digital transactions are moving uh, phenomenally high. And hence, we've made sure that we have also enabled them digitally. Uh, and I'll want to only mention too, while we've done multiple things, uh, which really is helping both the retail partners as well as the customer. And, and the first one of that, what we call auto C2C, it's basically auto channel to channel, which means, you know, if you, if you recollect a couple of years back, you know, you used to go for a prepaid recharge from a consumer point of view, the retailer used to have the balance. Uh, sometimes the balance is there, not there. Now it is all in an automated fashion and there is an UPI as well. So the whole in human intervention of somebody coming and giving a top up for the retailer to recharge our customers and hence providing a particular kind of an experience is 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 100% now uh, digitized. So I think these are some of the interventions in those three buckets of customers, employee and, and, and partner uh, that we have been able to do. So uh, yeah, first uh, of all, uh, sorry, Tane, like uh, the uh, uh, even yeah, happened to try the uh, uh, chatbot thing. It was like uh, really class apartment compared to the uh, uh, competitors. Like even we did some trial. Like uh, uh, even customers were so happy uh, compared to the competitors. Like the chatbot we were talking about. So yeah. that's some VI has done it like a pretty amazing thing. Like uh, right now. So uh, even uh, it's like, it's, it's just hardly few click of a thing, even they're able to know all the details and things and all. Uh, so that's something amazing. Uh, so yes, absolutely. And, and we are getting a lot of encouraging uh, feedback from the customers. And obviously see, these are all journeys that we have all uh, taken in the last couple of quarters. And you know, we'll obviously keep learning as per the feedback. So we are very, very open uh, to customers' feedback on telling us that, you know, how would they really want us uh, to help them in, in some of these uh, digital assets that I uh, spoke of. So Abhijit, uh, just talking about Vic chatbot, okay. Uh, what are the customers really telling you? How has the response been so far? Uh, if you had to break it down in terms of numbers, is there any sort of improvement? Like there are less number of calls for a certain issue. Are the uh, problems of customers being resolved at the base level through these uh, features and products? Yeah, absolutely. Tana. I think, um, and, and one of the reasons, obviously one is a customer experience part of it. And, uh, and second is that how do we really bring the efficiency? Uh, you know, in, in all of this that we are doing. So let me give you a little bit of a number so that it, it sets the whole perspective. Uh, see, our digital interface today handles roughly around 34 to 35% of our service requests that comes uh, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Uh, and we are able to handle 86% of those which comes to us uh, without any human intervention, which means that it is completely digital and there's no human intervention at all on those 86%. Uh, and we also measure the success and the feedback of the customer and 92% of the customers 
you know, uh, rate us very high as far as the first time like what we call uh, FDR. So, so that's one data point. For me. The second one was what you was asking about the big chatbot. So the big chatbot today handles around 90% of our customers query with complete closure. Uh, so that's again, very, very uh, significant. Uh, and customers are also preferring to kind of do everything themselves at the time they would want to uh, reach out to us rather than calling the call center. And our assisted channel, you know, which is a typically a call center channel or an email channel, we have seen over the last couple of quarters uh, a reduction of almost 32% of the calls uh, which were coming on the call center. Uh, and today we have more than 120 million digital interactions every month uh, that we do uh, in the VIL system. So I think these are some of the large, while these are obviously, as I said, you know, we just started the journey, uh, but these are some very good indicative numbers, uh, which really encourages us to put our mind behind all these digital, uh, you know, assets that we have created. So Abhijit, they do sure sound like really healthy numbers for you. And, and I know that you guys must be encouraged to do more, right? So Abhijit, uh, you know, all of us went through a pretty hard time uh, as a society or as a country or as a world, you know, you know, the pandemic, it wasn't easy on all of us, but thank you for keeping us connected. I'm a Vodafone Idea customer myself. So, uh, you know, my next question is uh, uh, post uh, the lockdown period. Now the markets have finally opened up and uh, fortunately they have. So what is sort of a new uh, trend or uptake have you seen in terms of customer engagement? No, I mean, Tana, you're absolutely right. I think there's no denial to the fact that telecom as an industry was the lifeline during the pandemic. And, uh, and not only about keeping the network uh, infrastructure uh, up and running uh, during those tiring times, uh, also to ensure that we are in touch with our customers. We are learning along the way. We are providing the information uh, to the customer needs uh, because you know, during the pandemic, obviously the requirement and the need from a customer's point of view on an information seeking was very, very different. And we had to keep, and obviously, you know, all of this came uh, all of a sudden. So we had to keep pace and, and be a step ahead in providing what our customers were uh, expecting us to do. Uh, and, and that's what we've just kind of uh, seen what, what are the things that we have done. I think we have also seen a very, very significant shift uh, on a couple of things. I'm sure this would have also happened across the industry is on the digital payment, uh, the digital recharges, uh, the kind of digital solutions that the customers are now looking at, whether it is in the consumer space or uh, in the enterprise space, uh, the digital interaction that I just gave you, the numbers, which are uh, really, really significant number, uh, the digital content consumption, the, the OTT consumption, uh, also, we see a, a shift in a peak hour. So, you know, typically, you know, in the telecom world, uh, the, the peak hour used to be in, in the evening hours. You know, during the pandemic, we also saw some of that getting shifted because obviously people were working from home. Uh, some of the consumer behavior that we have seen uh, changing is uh, one person in the family doing a recharge for everybody else, uh, where there were multiple recharges happening. Uh, uh, the retailers wanting to adopt to the whole digital ecosystem of, you know, whether it is auto channel or UPI payment. I think so. Some of these are uh, are very significant. My sense is that all of this would have happened 
but this pandemic has really really pushed the envelope in that sense uh, and some of this now that the post lockdown that we see uh, has become a way of life uh, which is very heartening to see which which probably would have taken a more uh, time i think has has got shortened to my mind so i think that's what i would say that you know during pandemic and post pandemic uh, that those are kind of some of the things that we see uh, the customers and the customers behavior or the usage really changing so abhijit vodafone idea is pretty active in terms of uh, doing new partnerships launching new products features so you know that sort of creates a expectation in the minds of customers investors you know what is next for the company so abhijit this is my next question for you what is next in the pipeline for vodafone idea what sort of things can we expect from the company doctor i think you know we we are always looking for something new uh, and uh, we uh, as an organization uh, from a customer experience point of view uh, are always on a lookout what really makes sense rather than bombarding with things that we want to give it to our customer and hence we are very careful and mindful in choosing uh what we'll do and as i started by saying that we have a principle of what can be really scalable what can be sustainable we don't want to do something that we do today and is not sustained uh, and something that we can really get to the customers fast so keeping that i think there are multiple things that is there in the pipeline uh but before i get there i think very important is also as i said we are very early in the curve you know our digital adoption i said 35% still 65% of the guys were who need to get there so i think one of the task which is very clearly cut out for us is to ensure that how are we able to communicate and educate our customers to use more and more of digital assets which is actually uh, very very helpful at their time uh, to get the information or queries or resolutions as the case may be uh, you know what is new uh, i'll like to talk about two things uh, there are multiple uh, that we are working on and uh, you know some of them you know when the right time comes we'll we'll talk about it but two of them that i can clearly talk about again is what we are launching uh, now in a couple of weeks is what is called vini uh, which is basically a, a a natural language processing based uh, humanoid or or a voice conversation bot Uh, as you would say uh, which is text to speech and speech to text uh, we are already using them as a pilot in roughly around 13 uh, circles that we have and using some of the processes that is relevant for that uh, and the good feature and the capability that this bot has uh, is what we call smart intercept which really stops when a customer starts Uh, speaking or asking some questions so it's it's a very very highly interactive uh voice bot uh, that we are very very excited to uh, get to our customers so that's one uh, which is going to come uh, and the second one uh, you know is is a journey uh, that we have traveled over the last couple of years on the way we onboard our customers uh, and the new thing that we are going to do is what is called a self kyc so we started with digital know your customer for an acquisition then it has moved to a biometric where you just go and put a aadhar based biometric now that's moving to a self kyc where customers sitting at uh, their home offices wherever just by an otp uh, can get themselves activated and we'll 
courier the SIM card through their uh, home address or office address, uh, you know, as the case may be. Uh, and, and, and this is 100% uh, secure. So I think these are some of the uh, very defining digital assets and digital journeys that we are uh, kind of create, uh, you know, and, and some of the thing that I'm talking is actually the need of the art because you know, everybody wants their own time and, and get the things done at their own uh, place. So these are some of the things that, that that is there in the pipeline that I can talk of right now. Okay, Abhijit, so the narrative today is, you know, uh, the corporates as well as other companies, small business, whatever there is, you know, you need to be conscious about the nature, right? Whenever you're working. So uh, going green is something Vodafone Idea is also doing, I believe. And, uh, you know, one of the ways to do that is to go paperless. And, and we live in a digital era, right? And we are shifting towards more digital things. So there will be a day when we go paperless completely. But my question is, is it anytime soon? And when it happens, uh, will it result in any sort of uh, reduction in uh, fraudulent activations and all? No, uh, so there are two parts to the question. Uh, obviously, it's extremely important. We are very conscious of the environment and, and the sustainability uh, is very, very high on our agenda on anything that we do. Uh, uh, and, and the answer to your question is absolutely yes. We are already on that journey. And I, you know, as I just said, we are moving towards a self-KYC. Uh, see, if, if you take a span of a two and a half, three years, you know, if, if you wanted a new activation, whether it was a postpaid or a prepaid activation, people had to fill a form, okay? We did away with that two years, three years back when we went into what we call a digital KYC. Uh, that has now moved. So paperless journey actually first started there. It is a different shapes and forms. Now we are on an eKYC, which is more biometric. Uh, and I'm, I'm very happy to share that uh, in our prepaid uh, activations and onboarding that we do today, uh, and we do millions of activations in a month, uh, we are already at 72, 73% of our activations that we do, which is absolutely paperless. Uh, and 100% or I would say 97, 98% of our activations on a postpaid is paperless. So, Absolutely, uh, uh, you know, we're keeping uh, environment, uh, you know, at, at the center of when things, when we are looking at some of these uh, changes. Uh, and also, uh, you know, it's it's the fraudulent part of the question that you said. See, we, we've always been very conscious about the way the DOT and DRAI is kind of uh, put uh, the guideline as well as, you know, our endeavor to ensure that we do the right things. And hence, some of these Aadhaar-based and digitized way of acquiring customer, uh, you know, is uh, going to absolutely uh, restrict some of the uh, anti-social elements, you know, uh, who, who probably would get SIM cards. So uh, I think the answer to your question on both front is yes, that yes, paperless uh, is, is the way forward, uh, whether it's going to take another you know couple of quarters to go move from a 72 to a, a 1995 or, or 98 but absolutely on the journey so abhijit thanks to vodafone idea me and tarun could enjoy some of the use cases demonstrated in pune last year right uh, and uh, we got to see a lot of range of use cases right i personally experienced a few as well remote learning and you know such as seeing a site live which was a few kilometers away uh, through a ar class 
so those are pretty cool right uh, on a personal level you know what excites you the most which 5g ke use case excites you the most no i think thanks uh, to both of you for uh, for kind of uh, being there in pune to really experience uh, the capabilities that vodafone idea limited demonstrated in front of the media in front of uh, you know some of the government officials as well in last uh, november and and that obviously gives us huge amount of confidence i think the we obviously demonstrated as you said more than a dozen use cases uh, there and it varied from smart city to connected health to uh, drone technologies uh, to a surveillance uh, immersive gaming um, sports training and and hordes of it and and by uh, some of them were developed to address the large scale challenges of our country which is uh, say education healthcare uh security etc uh others were directed towards more of the industry 4.0 uh you know for for enabling them uh to have a better efficiency and then the third category was which was typically the entertainment gaming uh you know uh, all of that uh, and obviously each of them uh, are going to address their specific segment so it's very difficult to kind of pick uh any favorite but i think uh to my mind the remote uh health monitoring as well as the digital twin technology uh use cases that you guys saw there uh, was uh, is is pretty interesting and and the the 5g smart uh and connected health that we demonstrated there showcases you know how do you really utilize the golden time to 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 commence the diagnostic get the expert advice views infrastructure ready at the hospital when somebody is not well you know and, and how can a technology really enable the paramedic in the ambulance to really have a video connect uh, real time uh, and make sure that you know right uh, uh, you know right vital uh, statistics as kind of shared you know which is uh, to the doctors and, and and how do you really take care of uh, that that part of the instructions from the doctor i think so that whole journey is very very uh, i think is very meaningful to my mind uh, and and the second obviously is the uh, the digital twin part of it where you know probably you are referring to that uh, where you know you so we demonstrated something which was in the uh, you know in the tunnel and we created a digital twin sitting in the hotel where we had the license in the trial uh, part of it and uh, we made sure that people sitting in the hotel has exactly the same view of what's there happening on the site and how do you so this can also be used for uh, for capability building within an organization as well as really helping the guys in the field to take care of some of the real challenges by the expert might be uh, sitting in the uh, in the in the center uh, managing them so i think all of these use cases are pretty fascinating we need to really see you know what is the scale that we can build uh, for some of these uh, use cases so abhijit we has been you know launching and partnering with a lot of uh, other companies such as nazara technologies for vi games and, and then there was hangama for the music and then there's also this new thing called jobs and education all of these have been integrated into the vi app right and then there's also vi movies and tv which is we we owned uh, ott platform right so all of these in one place right what has been sort of the customer 
reaction to this have you seen any sort of increase in engagement you're absolutely right uh, you know the see you know i started by saying digital and partnership uh, are, are two of the uh, very important uh, in our growth strategy uh, you know that that we always been talking about uh, and we continue to focus on our platform capability to offer uh, deeper curated experience with our partners for a and and we call it a little differential experience and and you can when you are really uh, looking at our say for example a we music versus you know what you see on a hangama as a music and it's it's a curated differential experience that we have done uh, and then obviously we will uh, keep investing uh, on this uh, these offerings are also in line with the customers demand and and you know as i said it's not you know that we are just pushing what we think is important but we do a lot of uh, research to find out what is really relevant for the customer and our strategy has always been to be the best in class across all segment that we focus on uh, you know our recent partnership with hangama uh, for we music or nazara for uh, the we gaming uh and then similarly for the jobs uh, upskilling education has absolutely been received very very well uh by you know our customers and obviously you know while we music we have uh, spoken about it we have taken it to the market we gaming is something that you know we are uh wanting our customers to kind of adopt themselves and we have really not taken uh you know a, a digital or a atl kind of a campaign around that Uh, but what is encouraging is really to see is the kind of adoption i obviously can't share the numbers with you at this point in time but the, we are very very happy at, at at the number that we see uh, it has also done uh, two things to us uh, which is very important it has reduced the uninstalled rate of the app which is how you know typically one sees uh, the the app adoption and also it has increased the time spent by our customers Uh, on the app and you're right you know we've kind of integrated all of this onto our v app uh, just to ensure that the whole experience is very very uh, seamless and we continue to uh, provide more services uh, you know for our customers to thrive which is our brand philosophy so abhijit just an extension to this question uh, all of these things coming to a one app right v app is we app becoming a super app is it safe to assume that because it is sort of a one stop solution right whatever you want you can get it in one app will we see some other things yeah. as well in the future coming to the app yeah i mean we believe we are we are building a very robust digital ecosystem digital platform for our customers uh, which will allow them to access the content uh, what they want uh, at their convenience in one place under the we app personally i'll refrain calling it by any name whether it is a super app or anything else i think our philosophy has been very very clear to provide the best in class service with a curated as well as differential experience on what we do and we really mean what what we are saying when we say differentiated and curated experience so it's just not putting another app and and integrating it in our we app we really put a lot of heart and soul in making sure that the whole experience is very very different uh from what the original probably uh, the the app will be so that's the whole endeavor and we are also very conscious about the fact as i said that 
what is that we are really bringing to our customers and is that really adding value to them and and uh, you know spoken english or pariksha uh, that we are doing you know some of these are something that is really uh, required by a customer and i think that is the whole beauty of the uh, uptake that we see in in some of these adoption uh, that we are see so i think i'll i'll not really want to get into uh, a nomenclature of calling it a super app or not but yeah it's a, it's a destination from our point of view which is for a curated experience okay this will be all from my side uh, abhijit uh, and tarun's as well so thank you for giving us your valuable time uh, we really appreciate it and uh, we hope for one such conversation in the near future as well uh, thank you to everyone who has tuned in to listen to this conversation if you are listening to this on youtube please go check out our podcast platforms they are linked in the description below and if you are on one of our podcast platforms please go to youtube and subscribe to the channel thank you thanks tarun and thanks tane uh, for having me here